Today we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Welcome to Bill Myers Inspires. My idea for this show was to invite guests and get the conversation started, to take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. And we encourage our listeners to look within themselves to take decisive action to make a positive difference. Welcome to Bill Myers Inspires. I'm your host, Bill Myers, and I'm excited today to have with me a guest that is somebody I have my admired for many <laughs> years, a musical hero. I mean, and there, there he is right there, James Bradley, <laughs> folks, J- James Bradley Jr., Hey, can can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? All right, I see you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Brother Bill, how are you? (laughs) I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. All right, brother. So we're going to try to get your uh, your audio together. It's a little hot right now. It's a little loud. Okay, maybe maybe I should turn. Yeah, I'll I'll do something on this end to help. That might help Uh, a little bit. Yeah, let me see. I had I had it turned all the way up here. Okay, that sounds a lot better, I think. Can you hear me now? Is, is it fine? Is it good now? Yeah, that's better. Much better. Much better. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So, so folks, I am excited. You, you see this man, James Bradley Jr., and I just want to talk about today's topic. Uh, first of all, James is a musical hero of mine. Um, he was the drummer, uh, the underage drummer. He was a young tyke playing with the Chuck Mangione Quartet, and... Man, I played his music, Chuck Mangione and the bass player, James Bradley Jr. on the drums, Charles Meeks on the bass, Chris Vidala on everything, as Chuck yeah. Mangione said. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That was one of my favorites, and I began as a trumpet player, so my All right. my, my love for, for these guys is amazing. But today, I have invited James to join me in a conversation on the topic of a Black American living abroad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I thought that that was very important, uh, given the circumstances in America and the racial divide and the unrest. I thought yeah. it would be nice to get a perspective from yeah. someone who is living elsewhere so that we yeah. could possibly get a perspective on what are they seeing and what is their understanding from abroad as they look at the chaos in America. Yeah. And I just thought that it would be very important to get a perspective on that. And there are some other really interesting nuances that we'll dive into in this conversation with James. But first, let me uh, take a moment and see if I can visit your um, your bio here. Okay. But, but you know, I, I have kind of outlined it. I mean, you've been a, you know, a, a professional musician all your life. I mean, there are pictures yeah. of you and, and a young actor also. Uh, a lot of yeah. parallels between you and the young Billy Preston as far as being uh-huh. young child actors who were also musicians who went on to do amazing and great things. And so um, I would just like to start because anybody who does not know about James Bradley Jr. can go online and check out James, type in James Bradley Jr. and you will find a plethora, particularly on YouTube. He's wearing it out. He's he's a monster truck drummer, and 
uh, he's on my bucket list to to share the stage with. Um, so that that's going to happen sometime. But yeah, initially, yeah. I want to get into a couple of topics here. Um, we're talking about a Black American living abroad and trying to gain a sense of perspective that we can share with um, our listeners today, because uh, I, I have certainly traveled and toured around, you know, so mm -hmm. I'm in the category of nice place to visit, but I can't right. say that I've lived anywhere. I mean, I've parked right. internationally for, you know, months, but uh -huh. I've never lived there. I always had a yeah. passport and knew what my address was back home in New York at the time. And mm -hmm. so, um, but, so I want to start off since we are in this, this, uh, phase of, um, an election, uh, yeah. that occurred this last Tuesday for president of the United States, uh, and, um, a very, uh, important election. Many people, historical folks have said there's not been a racial divide in this nation of this magnitude. Right for 160 years. And they date that all the way back to 1860 when uh, Abraham Lincoln, yeah, became yeah. president. Oof. And we then entered into the Civil War on the basis of, again, slavery. Mm -hmm. So um, so we are still counting votes and we are uh, still playing politics. I, I mean, the right. election's over and these people are counting and right. a <laughs> number of votes. In fact, there was a historic turnout, um, the largest number of votes in a presidential election in, in history. history yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. that in and of itself is wow. is a pretty incredible uh, scenario. But it takes a while to count that stuff, particularly also when we have the uh, pandemic that is facing yeah. the entire world. So people are trying to social yeah. distance and trying to do the best they can to get these votes counted. Uh, it right. obviously limits the number of bodies and hands that can touch these things um, under normal circumstances, but these are not normal circumstances and very trying times that we are in right. at this point. So, so James, I would like to start off with sort of getting your perspective, your thoughts on what is happening in America politically and socially and racially. How do you see that from living in Stockholm, Sweden for Oh yeah. Years? Yeah. I mean, I haven't been I haven't been back home, you know. I was born and raised in Los Angeles and you know, raised in born and raised in Los Angeles and later on in my uh middle 20s I lived in the Hollywood Hills and I lived all over uh you know, Los Angeles. Um, I mean, from here, I mean, I haven't been back in over 10 years to America, period. You know, uh, I had some complications with my passport, but uh, see, I mean, it seems in the last 10 years, like it's, it's gotten worse. Uh, I've, I've kept contact with uh, li literally re religiously for the last, I mean, I'm almost living here in Sweden for almost 20 years. Because mm -hmm. I came here in May of 2002 and married my wife that I met the year before while 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 I was on tour with the group Crazy Town, a young young rap rock band from L.A. And we were signed to Sony Music. We had a number one hit, worldwide hit, number one hit uh, called Butterfly. But um, yeah, I, I you know it's uh, I mean just everybody over here is monitor monitoring. I mean uh, what's going on in America, you know. Uh, because they kind of they kind of look up to us, but then they they look at it, they understand. I mean, 
they don't understand, you know, the really understand the the divide, you know, they don't really understand. I mean, they 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 they're aware of it, but they don't understand what it's like going through that, you know, like to be to be a black man or woman to right. go with that. Um, so yeah, that's uh, it's quite quite uh, <laughs> tough. <laughs> You know, describe. Um, so, you know, so, so they 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 kind of follow after us, but so I'm curious, uh, I'm curious, James. So, what what are the people? What are the people in Sweden? What do they say about what's happening? Even though they don't know, what are they saying? What what types of? Well, I can tell you basically. Basically, I mean, they. I can tell you all of Europe. Uh, most people that I talk to, and I meet a lot of people from. Other countries that come into town and they 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 see me play. They mean you know they may be they may come in to this one particular particular club where I perform and I talk to them. I mean I welcome them and talk to them all the time and and uh, you know everybody that I talk to is like they can't stand the, the Trump at all. I mean they don't you know I haven't met anybody over here in any that's any from anywhere in Europe that that likes that man. You know. Mm. So that's one thing, you know. Right, right. And, and they want, and they, and they, they uh, want relations to be more civil and warming, you know. Yeah. In, in connection to America, that's what they, that's what they all want, you know. Because here in Sweden, we, there's a lot, there's a generation of Swedes in America, you know, that right. came from here, that they're there now, and their children are there, you know. And there's a lot of people here that have cousins and you know, you know, right. relatives there. You know, right, right. Mostly white, and I mean, they, they, we, you know, we have a, a, a pretty high population of Africans and Middle Eastern people here that have cousins in America right now. You know, right, right, right. And they all want the same. They all want the same thing. You know, right. You know, right. I mean, That's Obama it. was Obama was uh, very well liked. He came here. You know. Uh -huh. And they they welcomed him with open arms. I mean, they, he, you know, he was a class man, class president. So, I mean, you know, so they they loved they loved him, you know. But, but it's right. been since you know he, he, uh, number forty was it forty two forty five <laughs> since he got there. It's been you know not not so fun. <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> so now that you know, so you have been. So we're talking about the 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 observations from abroad from the Swedes and and what you've observed about America, but now I want to ask about your experience living in Sweden itself. Um, mm -hmm. I think it should be uh, known that your wife mm -hmm. is Caucasian, is a Swede, mm -hmm. is, a, mm -hmm. is a native Swede, and, yeah. um, and so we talked about this briefly, and I would like to get your observations on interracial uh, marriage, interracial mm -hmm couple um, and uh, what sort of things uh, regarding racism that you may have experienced actually in Sweden um, regarding that. So could you, could you share some? Yeah, I can get yeah, a few things. Um, and when we, when I first, I, I met her uh, in 2001, March of 2001, I was only here for two days. The uh, first time I'd ever been in Sweden because prior I had, the first time I, I toured in Europe, was in 1979 with uh, Chuck Mangione. Okay. 
but, but we we went all over Europe, but we didn't come to the Scandinavian northern northern Europe, which you know Scandinavia. We we didn't come here at all. Second time I toured Europe was in 1992. It was in the summer with the Beastie Boys, and we took same thing. We toured all over Europe. Didn't come to the northern part of Europe. Right. Third time was with the group Crazy Sound, and we just played a show in Milan, Italy for MTV. And then we came in, we flew here the next day and we were here for two days. And I met her, I met her the first day, first day I was here actually. Uh -huh. It was kind of, it was instant, like love at sight type thing. Uh, but then uh, I came back the next year uh, in uh, May of 2002 and married her at the end of that month. But the first weekend, no, I don't. I can't recall if it was uh, when I was. I, I had visited for ten days, but I was going to the um, tube here, um, and there was an old Swedish man, and he was like, curse. He was. I mean, I didn't know Swedish at the time. Swedish is my second language now, but I didn't know what he was saying. But I, but I could hear some words. I was. I could. But I, I could tell it wasn't nice. Right, and she she told me later because I just I just went out. I just said, "Yo, I just kind of, I kind of ran not aggressively aggressively toward him, but I kind of trotted toward him." And she right. just said, "No, just leave him alone. He's you know he's he's a, he's drunk. He's talking you know, right. smack and you know." And so I found out that he was saying some crazy stuff like, like my like my like she she was she's a whore and I'm her pimp basically in Swedish. He, he was saying. He was saying that, you know, wow. yeah, but I didn't know at the time, but I knew it wasn't right. I could feel the vibe, you know, that it wasn't cool at all. Right, right. And then another another thing that struck me um, happened one time was uh, I went to Finland and I was playing with this band, this legendary Swedish blues rock band called mm -hmm. Sky High with Klaus Engstrom, who he's a Jimi Hendrix um historian in fact actually you know right and uh, we we pulled up into this uh we were playing a blues festival we pulled up and first thing i noticed was a uh, dixie flag and wow. that shocked me i said and i said you know i, I call i call him big brother of uh, balls i said balls, balls Hall, check this out man i said that to him because right you know, and he looked he saw the flag and he said no i said yeah i told him i said talk to these people you know Right, right. So, these, so there's there's still a little bit of ignorance to, to to this too. Sure. They didn't. I mean, they thought it was kind of cool, a cool thing to do. You know. Right. No, they don't know the history behind it, and how it affects an American, especially an American black man. They had no, no, they don't. They don't have no idea of that. So right. he said, he said them straight. He knew. My 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 my, my brother, my guy, my brother knew. I mean. Right. Klaus knew, so he told him. He didn't. He didn't yell, yell and scream at him. He just, hey, no. He said, y'all, y'all got to take. You know, he, he got to down. take it down. You know? right. And they did. They took it down. It was no, 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 nothing. They said they they apologized for that to me. You right, know? right. Well, so you know, it was really, yeah. Well, that's that's amazing that there was a yeah. resolve. You know, that was yes, was and and we were able to 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 uh, to couch that. So. So yeah. Bradley Jr., we're about to take a break. So we're going okay. to um, come back in just a few moments. You are listening to Bill Myers Inspires right here on the Inspired Choices Network. And I'm here with my guest, James Bradley Jr. We'll be right back in just a moment. 
Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. We're back. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires. And today, I am. Uh, my guest is uh, James Bradley Jr. And we're talking about a Black American living abroad is the topic as we continue our deep dive into racism and attempt to bring in different sort of perspectives and different views on this topic. And uh, again, it is an honor to have him. He is, uh, again, one of my musical heroes for sure. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had you playing drums on those tracks I was just listening to. <laughs> but, that was nice, though. That was nice. <laughs> I was already I already wrote my part already <laughs> in five five seconds. I knew. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, so I wanted to um, ask about um, you have you are married and you yes. have um, you have children and yes. these children would be biracial children. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I'm just curious again. I, I believe that um, uh, the younger generations have their own different perspective of racism. And as these generations sort of and these these uh, biracial kids sort of continue 
to, through interracial relationships, continue. So you've got this entire sort of uh, uh, thing of, of mixed, right? Groups, you know what yeah. I mean? And all kind of yeah. various combinations. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that, that, uh, that they have a different perspective. I think they are born innately with a different perspective, a different worldview. I know that as a biracial person myself, that my worldview was deeply affected uh, by mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, I have, you know, a white mother, a white uncles, white cousins, white right. parents. I've got black yeah. uh, father, black cousin, right. black right, right. aunt. Yeah. And so, um, and I know for a fact that obviously uh, as human beings, these things can get along and work together because I am a product of some sort of getting together that happened. Oh uh, yeah. So, um, so I know that that works, but I am curious yeah. what your children, I don't, I don't know their ages, but if you would share with us the, you know, yeah. their, their ages. Yeah. Good start. yeah. Uh, my first, my first born child is a boy, a boy. His name is Jordan, Jordan Larson Bradley. And he was born in LA. Okay. Uh, he's 24 years old now. That's my oldest. Okay. From a previous relationship. That was my first child. And, but he, uh, when I met my wife here, uh, we have two ch children born here. Okay. Uh, they were born and raised here. Uh, James, James Bradley III. Okay. And he is, he just turned 17 last month. All right. And Lena, Lena Dean Elizabeth Bradley, she's 12, 12 years old. Okay. Okay. That, that's it. <laughs> Okay, so so I'm just curious about um, uh, what they have encountered. You know what I mean? What have they encountered regarding the race issue? Because again, I know as being a biracial person, boy can be dicey. I mean, because people yeah. are quick to want to put you in a in a box, and you don't really right. fit in any of these boxes. You sort of train right. in the box, yeah. And uh, but they're determined to try to shove you in a box, and right. I, I believe the youth of today are even more determined not to step into a box. And so. Right, right. No, it's, yeah, it's a whole different thing now. And it's, it's, it's beautiful to see, actually, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, like my oldest son, you know, here, they had a black, the Black Matters, Black Lives Matters march here the same day when it, when it went, you know, around the world. Okay. Uh, he, he went in and marched with them, you know, he was here in Stockholm. And my youngest one, uh, he was actually he was 16 at the time. James James the third. He he saw he was there also. So mm -hmm. it's a beautiful beautiful thing. They they they're aware. They're learning about black you know black American history through through me and and they're researching you know these the history. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, overall, I mean in Sweden, I mean the, the Swedes always thought that the, you know Martin Luther you know Martin Luther King is like you know the greatest and and they there's so much respect um for you know Max, malcolm x too but you know because i believe king well king came to norway i think when he got the no, Polish, nobel, yeah nobel peace Prize. nobel yeah it's in it's in uh, oslo norway so right. he came there and then he actually met the the uh, he's not we, we don't have really like a president because there's a king and the queen but then they, they they call him the city the city's um, city mayor. Okay. Um, he he met him, which he was later actually uh, assassinated. Olaf 
Paul, Paul, Paul Man, Paul Man. Uh, he was actually he was actually murdered here, but King came here and, and met him too. So, wow. So there's a you know they have a respect for for, for that you know. Uh, I mean, but I think over here it's, it's totally different because uh, as far as the racism thing, it's kind of hid, hidden, you know, uh-huh. it's kind of hidden, you know, so you have to be, you know, yeah, it's yet aware of it. And then uh, what, I, what I've learned, and well, most Americans, whether Americans, whether they're white, black, because uh, they, they look at us as being, oh, we're really loud and aggressive. I mean, mostly, especially the blacks, you know, the black Americans, but then you know, I mean, <laughs> over in Europe, though, but see, the thing, I want to say this, and that all the Americans, all my American brothers and sisters, black and white, know this. I'll tell you this. As far as, it, as, far as they divide in America, when you come out of America and live over in any part, most parts of Europe, okay, we seem to come together more, you know, than we do back home. There's none of that kind of stuff, you know. We, I mean, it's it's out the window because we're all in the same place. You know, we're, we're we're away from home, so all we really have is each other to rely on. Wow. And 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 we do that all the time. I mean, I got you know, I have white brothers and sisters here from America that like younger, some younger people that I've like adopted myself because I've been here longer than them, wow. and I can I can show them the ropes how it goes here. Right. You know how how, how we get down here how. You know the, the natives work and how you know how everything goes, and right. they they ask me they come to me you know and ask me things yeah yeah I tell them and that's what happened to me I when I came here I had I met some American brothers African American brothers here mm-hmm. and for a few of them they knew who I was they knew who James Bradley Jr. was from my from my my, to, my time as a child uh, child star growing up in America and playing with Chuck Mangione, you know. Right, right. So that that instantly made made me feel that made me feel at home here. It right. made the transition show, you know, so much easier. So it's like, yeah, we family. I mean, I got family here, you know. Right, right. And we and some of some of some of the, a couple of the musicians we we met one guy in particular I met I I lost I met him in New York like over 30 years ago and he was playing with Roy Ayers. Okay. Okay. A guitar guitarist by the name of Chuck Anthony. Okay. And when they introduced, I mean, they took me to a jam, and I played for two nights, and they, they, and they wanted to introduce me to the local musicians, you know, here, right? You know, Swedes and Swedish and whoever was here, Africans, and and I, when I, I took two looks at him, and I, I said, man, I know this man, you know, <laughs> and we started talking. He said, James, I met you, you know, thirty years ago in New York. I was, oh my God, you know. So it was like kind of a meant to be thing, but it, it made it so much, so much better, you know, and it made me feel like, oh yeah, this is the place I'm supposed to be here, here, you know? Right. It made the transition so much easier, you know? Wow. That's nice, man. That's yeah. nice that there's that kind of, you know, um, bonding and, 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 yeah. and camaraderie and, and uh, everybody looking out for one another. I mean, that's community. That That's community. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, something that we <clears throat> sometimes take, for granted in an America and, and some, and we're not very good at it. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I want to share one little story and then we will, we will take a, we're going to take another break, but mm-hmm. my experience in, um, <clears throat> uh, I was doing a, um, a jazz concert. Well, in Barbados, it, it, cause I, I called you for the second. Yeah. Right. You can. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, 
and and that by the way that's still on my on my bucket list bro so <laughs> pencil me in but all right when i got there um it was the first time i was there and uh i was going with my handler to i think it was like a grocery store or something and we walked oh. by three gentlemen that were sitting on the you know on the street on the curb with wow. the brown bag okay laughing and cutting up and having a great time and so we just you know walked right by them and we got about 20 feet past them and heard hey hey i turned around man this guy one of them had stood up and man he started in for like 10 minutes and his whole theme was how dare you how rude you are that you uh -huh. walk by another human being without okay. acknowledging them and greeting them right it was about a 10 minute tongue lashing and i thought about that and i thought you know how much in america we make it a point of how not to look at somebody how to look what? away and and I, yeah, but there it's a it, it's a part of their culture and it is something that they actually cherish is human connection. Yeah, you, you can. You know, what? I, have, I have something to say. Yeah, and that's an, another thing, too, because the sweets, the sweets can be really cold. I mean, when you come here to visit, they're very hospitable. But right. after you're here, like the first little while, they, they can be cold. Sometimes they can be cold sometimes, too. Right, right. Uh, but but one of the things that I that I always do, uh, like you were talking about, acknowledging, hey, I I met this is where I I met a lot of my African brothers from all over Africa that that are here living here, that were here before me too. Uh -huh. Any black man, we we all every time we see each other, we acknowledge each other. Right. You know. Right. We acknowledge each other, you know. It's, it's just crazy. And it, it's just yeah, so and important. It's so important yeah. for us to to uh, uh, make it a goal to connect with. Yeah. Them, you know. I, yeah. I mean, and because uh, it, it doesn't cost you anything. And, right. Right. And a smile is a bonus. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, right. That's even more better. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're gonna take a we're gonna take a break at this time, James, and just hold that thought because I I know we were getting ready to get to the next. <laughs> you're listening. All right. to, you're listening to Bill Myers Inspires right here on the Inspired Choices Network, and we are with my special guest, James Bradley Jr., discussing a black man living abroad. We'll be back in just a moment. Today we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives, from our health to political unrest, the environment financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. <laughs> Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. 
For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. We're back and yeah. listening to Bill Myers Inspires with my guest, James Bradley Jr. Um, yeah. Man, I'm thrilled. I, let me just take a moment just to, <laughs> just to go, woo woo, you know, and just have my moment. Yeah, I mean, woo 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 woo. <laughs> man, I know, man. It's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Thank God for Facebook because we connected. Yeah, well, the internet, period, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I told you I had also connected with Grant Geisman uh, yeah. and, uh, and, and communicated with him. And again, James Bradley Jr., the bass man, I, uh, you know, there's so frequently I find myself playing a solo or, or playing a lick and it just, wow. just, it just hits me and I'm going, man, that was James Brett. You just, it's so influenced by playing, you know, <laughs> every lick, every lick, man. Yeah. So anyway, we're back to talking about a black man living abroad. And you just shared some perspective that was very interesting in the camaraderie that exists between um, uh, black Americans that live mm. abroad and how they support one another and have a real sense of community and and mentor and nurture one mm. another, which I think is is uncanny and, and awesome because it, it harkens back to uh, many years ago, maybe 40s, 50s, when so many African American jazz players took, oh off, yeah, went to yeah, and they just threw their hands up here and said, "Look, yeah. I'm out of here," and yeah. and lived over there. And then I told you another story about uh, one of uh, Count Basie. It was actually uh, Freddie Green's uh, uh, replacement when Freddie Green died with the Count Basie Orchestra, the guitar player, right, right. Um, and he is from Indianapolis, Paul Whedon. And okay. I yeah, you told me about him. Yeah. Yeah. He was one of those that that skedaddled out of the States and yeah. lived in, uh, Oslo. Yeah, yes. I, th yeah. I thought it was Sweden and we had talked about that. But yeah, right. <laughs> but again, that's the that's the, that's the oil country of the Nordic region. In fact, actually, it's the oil. That's where there's oil there. OK, and that's like the Houston of like America, you know. Yeah, seriously. So it's. <laughs> It had some money there. Wow. Yeah. Well, does Jed Lampett live there? <laughs> I mean, no, 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 <laughs> no. But you know what? You, you know, everything is uh, the cost of living is higher, but your you 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 your pay your pay is is higher. higher you know, is more. You know, they pay. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's great. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> so we talked about. So now I want to turn my attention to. Um, sort of the business business part of this. How many are, are there, uh, as far as business opportunities or business ownership type opportunities for you know blacks and you know uh, that are there? Uh, are yeah, are, I mean, there. Well, yeah, yeah. There, there is. 
they actually encourage encourage you to that you can have your own it's really easy to have your own company um but at, one thing the taxes i mean i mean i'm come from california i mean if I, if I were to move back to the states i would definitely move to a state with no taxes after here they take half of what you make you know wow okay. so it's a little like yeah it's a little there it's kind of you know Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can if you have an, an idea, you know, a very prosperous idea, and you can, you know, put it, you know, put it together. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So can, they encourage you to do that, you know. I mean, so, you know, that's that's wonderful. It's a little hard. Yeah, it's a little hard to keep it going, depending on what it is. I mean, I, I heard about uh, this one brother that was from Oakland, and his mother actually came here. This was before I came. That they had a soul soul food restaurant here you know okay and it was up for a while but you know it's i mean i don't know how long it lasted maybe a few years but you know it's gone now so wow yeah you can you know but at least you have you have have the opportunity to do that you know well certainly you know if you're going to to uh start a business the one observation that i've made even about american um you know, blacks in America, I mean, having businesses is when you create businesses for the specific meaning, uh, I'm, uh, I'm opening up a soul food restaurant for my people. Right. right. Um, that, that can be, I'm opening up a, a bookstore for my people. Right. Uh, there's somewhat of a problem in that. First of all, um, the color shouldn't be black or white. It should be green. Right. And, um, and you have to have an audience. And when you're, your base, um is as small as it is it's only 10 percent of the population and um because you are doing less quantity the costs of your tennis shoes in your little corner store mm-hmm. are not going to be able to compete with what's going on down yeah, with, at walmart so right the big the big boys <laughs> yeah yeah. So, you know, um, and certainly black folks are going to be looking for the deal, too. So they're going to take right, right. down to Walmart. And unfortunately, your nice idea for business. And this is a fundamental problem in the whole um, fabric of America. And it's sort yeah. of by design when you really get to it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 definitely. I think it's some somewhat maybe in other parts of the world, too. But yeah most definitely america yeah for sure i mean <laughs> you yeah. know you all you all you always uh seem to be up against we, we seem to be up against that you know right right big big hand comes in and you know swoops us up and yeah takes away takes well, away more sort of stores i mean whether it's black or white let me just right you know, right across that all the way across the board where ian white uh you know, uh, single store owners or shop owners are challenged because they too are in competition mm-hmm. with the big monopolies, the big, huge, giant corporations who can right. buy the product at, for pennies on the dollar and it costs you ten dollars. Right. And somebody's asking why your price is so high. It's like, well, because you don't, you can't get the quantity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, the quantity buy and. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, they're they're tremendous challenges, but all of these things are are hurdles that keep us away from yeah. being able to acquire um wealth and that kind yeah, of right, right. kind of it's thing. Totally, yeah it's totally systematic i mean absolutely and and it, it affects the ability you know because every parent no matter what color or, or what have you um it is uh 
everyone's desire who has kids to provide and leave something behind for future generations right, for generations yeah set them up better in a better situation than you came in with and all that and that's right. really an uphill battle and i wanted to share one little factoid and then i'll sort of get off of that which was um, I recently came across an article, and I may have mentioned it even last week in my podcast, but I don't really care because, quite frankly, I couldn't mention this enough. If I had to say it every day, I think it's wow. okay to hear it. And that was at the current rate that America is in as far as growth and, what, and, and whatnot, it hmm. would take a Black American 228 years at the rate we're going to yeah. create a, a wealth base that's equivalent to a white person in America. 228 wow. years. Yeah, it, it yeah. kind of makes you, you, you yeah. know, pretty sick, but it, it, it helps underscore mm -hmm. the intensity uh, yeah. that, that uh, of the, the injustice and the inequality and all that. And, um, but so now I want to talk about the election and, and some of the key observations that I came up with. And I'm just curious what your perspective is. And that is uh, people thought for sure, many people thought there was no way that this was necessarily going to be close, the election. Right. It was going to be, you know, uh, a a uh, rejection of donald right. Trump. um the republican party has shrunk it, it's considerably smaller so that his base is actually a fragment you know wow. a shadow of what the republican party really is but they're they are a uh, 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 small but mighty meaning they're yeah. local mm -hmm. and they, they take his orders and and yeah. corruption and, and and all that sort mm -hmm. of stuff and um so you know you look at that and you see this massive turnout in the midst of a pandemic for people yeah. to vote. And for weeks, people were voting and, and all lines that were three, four. Yeah, five. we, you know, they, they show, they show that, it, they show that over here on the news. So we, we saw, we saw that, you know. Yeah. I saw that, you know. Yeah, definitely. Incredible lines and, and, and showing. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that gap, that overwhelming show of support, which you would think would be, I want him out of here now. So the first day of early voting, I am going in and mm. cast my stuff because I like him out there tomorrow, you know. Right. <laughs> so that kind of thing. But the 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 truth here was that it wasn't and still isn't that broad of a spread. In fact, it is real, real close, which means a lot of people that it presented during the daylight and may have even been marching along with Black Lives Matter, you know, do it, serving their conscience in that way, clearly turned around and when they were in the privacy of a booth, voted uh, for this man. I, I, and, and that to me is alarming that there's that yeah. much. That, and, and we're talking about 50-50 split. We are splitting. Yeah. We're, we're like, so the divide is equal. So boy, this is like uh, Ali Joe Frazier stuff. Yeah, yeah. It is. It yeah. is matched. Um, yeah. And I guess the disappointing thing would be for one who would think that 
some of that that we went through in the past, maybe we left some of it behind. And I, when you look at results like that, I cannot help but, but face the reality, which is it's bigger and broader. And what you said was, even in, 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 in Europe, your experience is a lot of that is quiet. In other words, it's sort of closeted racism. It's not overt. Well, we got a whole lot of closeted racists going on in America and a lot more than than I, I thought. And I think that yeah, well, here. Yeah. So um, any thoughts about that, man? Because it's incredible because it's very close They're they're Yeah, I know it's, uh, you know, like I mean, like you said, opening up the, when we start talking, when you said the, the biggest voter turnout in American history. Yeah, that, that there is just that's, uh, you know, yeah, bigger, bigger, like bigger than all of us. So that's right. really ser a serious thing. Um, well, you just have to, you know, you just have to pray, pray and hope for the best. Um, because there's, uh, yeah, cause there's a lot of, lot of, um, you know, like crazy things going on and with that i mean like who you know you start thinking in your mind who can you trust da, 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 you know ah. the system the system has uh, a way of uh well we, it's really more with the internet uh, uh, i mean back in the day they had the newspapers they put out this uh they, right. they call it fake news or whatever you know they put out this information and you know, da, 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 da. right so it's, it's really hard now you know for uh, all, all of us to come together and focus on task and how, I mean, which they seem to have done this now. Right. There is a divide, there's a divide, but there's a bit of come, come, coming together too, right. you know, so we have that, you know, so, yeah. you know, to, to happening. So, I mean, I think we're at this point right now in the, in the world, you know, with the situation, you know, in, in these times, so, yeah. uh, I just, you know, so. Yeah, it's something. So we're going to take a, our last break here and <laughs> we got and then we'll come back for a shorty and we'll wrap this up. You are listening to uh, Bill Myers Inspires on the Inspired Choices Network. And I'm here with my guest today, James Bradley Jr. And uh, we are talking about black man uh, living abroad. And so we will be back in just one moment. Hang in there. Today, we are facing some of the greatest challenges of our lives. From our health to political unrest, the environment, financial uncertainty, and the nation's racial divide. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Bill Myers Inspires as he and his guests take a deep dive into the issues that impact our world with an eye to exploring solutions. Emmy Award-winning actor Bill Myers is an accomplished actor, jazz musician, filmmaker, writer, educator, and speaker. As a biracial man who's both black and white, Bill leverages his background, talent, and voice through creativity, compassion, and connection as activism for social justice to focus on uniting the divide and compelling change. Bill Myers Inspires encourages listeners to look within themselves and take decisive action to make a positive difference. For more information, visit his website, BillMyersInspires.com, and sign in for the latest news and updates.
You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And now, let's get back to the conversation. I was singing. <laughs> the melody. <laughs> yes. Jay, Bradley Jr. live in concert, folks, right here. <laughs> So, so yeah. I do, I, man, it is it really is a pleasure and an honor to have you here in in conversation. And um, I think that, again, the observations that you shared regarding the race issue and all that. But I want to now invest a little bit of energy in the, in the wonderful thing that we share mutually. And that is music and yes. how music lifts the spirits and can transport us to a place. Yes transcends all sort of races and colors and culture yeah, everything right right and you look out there and see everybody in the house head bobbing and you see every foot in the place doing that something's happening magically that is that can connect us all in a second yeah yeah music music is the healing force of the universe <laughs> the healing force force of the universe and um Wow, I mean, that's just so true. Uh, one of the things I can share with you about uh, actually the streets, because there's a big blues. Uh, I didn't know that before myself. Mm-hmm. There's a heavy blues, blues. They love like blues, hardcore blues, down home blues here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, when I discovered that here, because uh, I started playing in the clubs, which was a different thing for me uh, and playing a lot of the blues like you know down home blues you know muddy waters and all that you know right? all that that type of you know down home blues right so it reconnected me with roots that i really didn't was in my soul but i never really played any blues gigs i did support some blues artists i mean what i was pretty i spent some time with muddy waters at Actually, when I was with Chuck Mangione in, in uh, 1977, we played over in Holland, Honolulu, Hawaii, at okay. the old remember the old Cool Jazz Festival series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a chance to hang out with with Muddy for a whole week. Wow. Uh, we stayed in the same hotel. We were on the same show, you know. And he was like, it was amazing because he was like, he was like a grandfather to me. We didn't even talk about music. He just wanted me to hang out with him, just be with him, you know. And, it was, right. and I was like, now that I've, uh, I've restudied a lot of the, the blues history because of uh, this, the, how it is here with the Swedes. So that's that that opened up a whole, you know, part of my roots that I didn't even uh, I had to rediscovered those roots, even though I was a jazz a jazz baby, literally. Yeah, you know? right. So that was a cool thing, and uh, you know, I mean. <laughs> What can you say about it? I mean, it's just so true, and 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 I could say, capital T H E Y. They they know this, right? They know this, you know, right? So, but it, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, they can't they can't stop stop okay. that. I mean, the only way they can try to stop it is by what what's happening now, 
Right, right. But we're we're doing pretty pretty well here. I mean, I'm. Uh, it, it it is like different in the aspect of um, it, it's not so easy really. Even though, I mean, they, they, I'm established here now, but then it's just like it's just still a bit of it. Like I mean, like some under the rug type racism that that, that, that they, I have to deal with too. I mean, right. a group of us here, right? They have a different kind of concept here. Like you can be too good for the job, you know, type thing. Wow, it's kind wow. of that, kind of excuse my expression, ass backwards kind of thinking. Kind of like sometimes the logic here in this particular part of the world isn't, you know, so <laughs> logical, <laughs> you know. So we have to deal. No, for real, we have to deal with that. Right. And then in some ways, one of my adopted, well, one of my uncles, Swedish uncles, said to me when I first came in, who was a jazz musician, and he lived in L.A. for a while, and my my second uh, drum drumming teacher played with him, right? And right. I, I forgot that I forgot the man was Swedish until I moved here. And he told me, he said, James, sometimes we have to you have to show these people, you know. Right, right. And I'm sure in a nice you, way. And, and yeah, you know, I'm sure you 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 set them straight when you said. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I've learned how to do it their way too. I mean, it's all about like you like one thing you said too. What I've learned is being able to converse. Right. That's the thing that th these people hear, you right. know, they know how we are, but it's like, sit down at the table and talk about it. And you're right. not, you don't have to scream and yell and act crazy. And, you know, okay. I mean, and that's one of the things I've learned. So that's really awesome. Well, James, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to grab this conversation now because we are coming to the end of our time together. But yes, yes, but brother, I the truth. You, we will. We will definitely have an entire session where we talk about. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. The Hollywood Bowl live. Recording. <laughs> but I, we're going to have to we're have to get right past that right now. And uh, all right. And uh, <laughs> it's been a pleasure and an honor. Yeah. To have Thank you, you with me on the show. Thank and, you. I so appreciate it. And um, you are an amazing musician and talent. And um, man, just keep doing what you're doing because I'm right behind you. I'm, I'm well, you too. <laughs> you too, brother. I, I want to say I want to say from Sweden that, you know, uh, African American brother, it doesn't matter black and white, you know, I, I love all of you and I, and I miss you. Okay, and, and just and stick together. And, and you know, Pray together and 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 just stick together. Come together and stick together, and don't don't stop. You know, don't you stop. Heard, just you heard it keep here. Marching, keep marching. Keep marching. Yeah, yeah. Tune in next week. We have enjoyed ourselves, and thank you so much. You're listening to Bill Myers Inspires. See you. Thank you for spending your afternoon right here with us at Bill Myers Inspires. Remember, we're here every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Inspired Choices Network. Remember to take time this week to take a breath and look within yourself and figure out how you can make a positive difference in this world. Spread the word, and we'll see you here next Friday. Have a wonderful week.